Hello and welcome to Fit for the Road, a podcast dedicated to making healthier choices when you're away from home. Today I want to share some tips on staying on your plan while you're spending the day at the airport. This is something I find myself doing quite a bit, especially lately. I've done about 30 flights already this year, and sticking to plan tends to be a little bit difficult when you are in the airport and you don't really have control over everything. But before we get into that, I want to share my weight loss update for 2019, again to stay accountable to you guys and myself. Uh, This year on January 1st, my starting weight was 192, and my body fat was around 25 As of this week, my weight actually went up a little bit from last week to 166.4, and my body fat is around 22. So uh, let's talk a little bit about what happened this week. Um, I was home, which I've talked about this before. Um, Being home is actually a little bit more difficult for me staying on plan than when I am in, you know, when I'm on the road or when I'm at, you know, a hotel instead. And this week, you know, I spent, honestly, I was spending time with my wife. I had like five or six days home. And during that time, we went out and uh, we had Mexican food, which we love. Uh, We went to Dairy Queen, uh, I think three times, um, which I was still, I mean, I didn't like go hog wild, if you will. Um, I just didn't eat my normal what I would normally eat. So I put on, you know, that extra little bit of weight and you know, I'm working this week to get it off, but I w- even though I was eating Dairy Queen and things like that, I was still eating healthy during the day, and I didn't go over my Weight Watchers points by that many. It might have been three or four uh, per day. So it wasn't crazy, but it was kind of crazy for me. It was more than I normally eat when I'm at home. So this week, now that I'm going to be gone for about 10 days, I am 100% refocused on getting that weight off and actually pushing to my next goal, which is 160. So falling off the wagon this week. But some of the good things this week, I was I stuck to my runs. Um, I have a long run today. It was super rainy in Cincinnati last night. I'm actually down in Cincinnati recording this at my hotel. Uh, so I'm actually have my long run today, Sunday, which is going to be seven miles. Uh, so back on track, I stuck to all my, ran- all my runs this week. Like I said, during the day, I still ate healthy, um, finished my book, the uh, Unfuck Yourself book that I recommended in last week's episode. I'll have a full run up on the website uh, fitfortheroad.co this week on that. It was a really, it was the kick in the ass that I needed. Um, I've been in kind of a going through the motions kind of mood and I really needed to break through that and that book really did help me um, kind of refocus my priorities. Uh, A couple really good tips on you know, giving yourself the litmus test for goals, if they're worth it, if you're willing to put in the work. And, you know, yesterday, actually the last two days, I've been super focused on rekindling my productivity fire and putting a system in place to make sure that I am sticking to my goals and I am making sure that I'm accomplishing the things that I need to get to. Uh, Also this week, I re-registered for uh, college, so I'm taking about six classes this summer as if I don't have enough going on, Um, but that was one of the things of recommitting to myself to finish out my degree, so I'm working towards my uh, MBA to finish everything up I need for that um, over the next, you know, couple, actually I think next year and a half um, to two years, I'm hoping to get that finished. So again, recommitting to myself and my goals to make sure that I'm being the best version of myself. So this trip, uh, it's off to a good start. I've been on the road now for, let's see, I left Friday morning, Friday, Saturday, and today's Sunday. Um, 
sticking to my points. I'm already starting to see a little bit of loss. Uh, no alcohol until 160. So I've talked about it before where I put that kind of limit to myself for, you know, giving myself that discipline goal of not drinking alcohol until I get to a certain weight. So, you know, right now I'm at 166. So my goal is down around 160, not, not around 160, um, is when I can drink alcohol again, which is going to be tough this week. I'm going to St. Louis for three days uh, to work our trade show booth, and I'm going to be with um, my colleague who we don't really get to see each other or work events that often. Um, so it's going to be tough. I'm not going to say it's not. It's going to be tough not to go out and have a good time and drink alcohol, um, but I'm hoping to do just the first part of that, just go out and have a good time. So that's my goal. Uh, I got my sights set on 160, and I will be excited to report back when I get to that goal. So what am I reading? Um, this week I started off a new book. It was actually recommended to a friend of mine, Eric, who is in this uh, in the camera industry, and he recommended Atomic Habits, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break old ones. And I'm on chapter, I believe, three um, as of today, and it's been really good. I have a ton of notes already uh, to share with you guys, but it's a really, really good book on creating those positive habits. And I've talked, I did a whole episode on habits. And if you haven't listened to that, check it out. It's towards the beginning. I want to say it's like episode four or five, where I talk about building stronger habits. And that's what, you know, now that I'm coming off of that last book and into this one, you know, the last book was, hey, get your shit together. This one is like, okay, now let's build good habits. Like you realize you have a problem to solve with yourself, whether that be your productivity, your weight loss, your exercise, whatever that is. But let's put some habits in place to make that easier because habits allow us the freedom to live our lives, but the discipline to get our, get the things done that need to be done. For example, you know, creating a habit for when you wake up, you brush your teeth. After you brush your teeth, you take your vitamins. So you build this kind of habit chain. And habits are what allow you to check all those things off your list without even thinking about it. So I'm really working on creating those better habits, working on, you know, waking up earlier, waking up and getting the things done that I need to get done. And so far, Atomic, even just the first couple chapters have um, helped me start building those positive habits. So that's enough about that. I want to talk a little bit today about airports and staying on plan while we're at the airport. The three topics that I want to cover in today's episode are tips for preparing before you go, what to eat while you're at the airport, and then kind of go through my normal day. So what does a normal day look like for me when I get to an airport? Someone that is kind of obsessed about this whole, you know, trying to eat healthy, be fit while on the road. So like I said, it all starts before you get to the airport. So first, case, there's two scenarios in which, you know, you need to prepare for. One is leaving from home, which is the easiest. And then the other is leaving from a hotel. So if you're leaving from home, the easiest thing you can do is pack healthy snacks. And I know this sounds simple. I know that this sounds like, well, I do that already. But I feel like just I need to say it. I need to say that you need to make sure you're packing healthy snacks before you leave for the airport. I pack the um, my travel cooler, and I just did a review at a review on the um, crew cooler. It's on my website, um, but I pack that with things that 
you know, when I get to the airport, I can, you know, throw some stuff on my carry on or, you know, when I get to my hotel, I have kind of snacks for the week. But number one is to pack healthy snacks and be prepared before you get to the airport. Number two is always carry a water bottle. Always carry that water bottle with you. I talk about that all the time too. You know, you don't, you know, A, it saves money. B, it's better for the environment because you're not buying, you know, bottled water while you're out. And C, it just makes your life that much easier. Um, carrying a water bottle, you're always hydrated. You're always sticking to your water goal. It's just a no-brainer. Uh, one thing, make sure that you empty that before you get to TSA. I made that mistake uh, a couple weeks ago, and I was actually running late, too. And it went through, and then I saw him pull it for hand check. I'm like, no, like I need to get through. And it, it was my own fault. You know, There was probably six ounces left at the bottom of the water bottle. I wasn't even thinking to chug it before or while I was in line. But um, don't forget to uh, dump that out before you, if you don't finish the water, dump it out before you get to the uh, TSA line. The third thing would be to research your airport choices before you get there. So that way you know what to order. So for me, I I know the restaurants that are at Cleveland Airport. So if I did have to, you know, eat at the airport, I would know exactly what I want to get before I get there. I would go online, I would see what fast food restaurants are there and what regular restaurants are there and kind of get a good feel, a lay of the land before I actually get there. And one thing that I've been doing recently, um, because I'm a weight, I do Weight Watchers, is I'll put a couple options in the Weight Watchers app itself. So um, Chick Fil A, for example, you know, let's say there's a Chick Fil A at the airport, but there's also a Wendy's and maybe a KFC. Let's say I'll actually go into the app on my way to the airport, or if I'm shuttling over from the parking lot. I'll actually go in and put a couple options in there. And then when I get there, I'm still, you know, not maybe undecided for exactly what I want, but I'll know these are my top three choices and I'll see those point values right there in the app. So that way you're not standing in line and then all of a sudden you're up at the counter and you freak out and just order something that's not on plan. So put a couple items in the Weight Watchers app so that way when you get there, you can make sure that you have the healthy choice and you order the healthy choice. So if you're leaving from a hotel, so it's really easy when you're leaving from home because you have the control over the time that you get there to give yourself enough time and to pack healthy snacks. But let's say it's at the end of a 10-day trip and you're leaving from the hotel. You know, what can you do? What can you do to be successful um, leaving from the hotel into the airport? Number one would be have a large breakfast at the hotel before if you have a morning flight. You know, take advantage of that free food that's there. Make sure you're nice and full so that way you can breeze through the gates, get on the airplane, and get to your destination back home for your next trip. If you are in an afternoon flight, um, you might still eat that breakfast. But what I do is I actually always bring plastic bags with me and I'll throw, if they have hard boiled eggs, I'll throw some of those in a baggie or, um, I will put fruit in a container and I will take that with me as my uh, carry on. Um, another thing I've been doing recently is asking for a carry out box for the, um, breakfast and then I'll come up and eat my breakfast at my room but that's easier to kind of pack that stuff away you know you don't want to be the guy down at the buffet with your sandwich bags filling you know filling up bags to go so what I'll do is I'll just ask for a um styrofoam container and I will you know pack it full and then when I get upstairs I will um 
put it in the bags. And also one thing I was thinking about the other day was um, if I pack two containers and I, I thought about it, it's like, well, you know, I'm just taking breakfast up to my wife. You know, we both want to eat up in our room. So, you know, if you do want to pack that to go container um, for the day or one thing I've done before is, you know, I'll eat maybe scrambled eggs in the morning and some fruit. And in the afternoon, I'll ask them to make a cook to order omelet and I'll have the omelet for lunch as well. Um, so that way, you know, I'm kind of getting two for the price of one when it comes to, you know, the free hotel food. Another thing is most hotels have grab-and-go fruit, or I think it's Hampton Inns have a um, grab-and-go bag of food that you can, you know, when you're leaving, you can take, you know, an apple, a banana, an orange, or, you know, if they have granola bar, make sure you scan it first or, you know, grab some of that granola, that grab-and-go food as well. For a free list, I uh, put together a really cool kind of packing list of the snacks that I pack for my trips, and you can find that on the sidebar over on fitfortheroad.co, and that lists out all the things that I, it's, all, it's actually my shopping list that I use um, to prep before I go on a trip, so these are things that we always have at home, so that way when I leave for a trip, I can just grab them and, again, stick to plan, got to stick to plan. So let's say you um, have to eat at the airport. You know, you didn't have the snacks at home. You Maybe you're doing a multi-destination trip, so, you know, you don't have the control over the environment. What can we do if we eat food at the airport? And like I said a little bit earlier before, the best thing you can do is research ahead of time and see what food is there. Put a couple of those items in, you know, to the app beforehand. Um, that's going to be your best bet, just knowing what's there, making the decision before you get there. Um, so that way you can make sure that you stay on plan. Uh, number two would be stay away from alcohol. Um, totally if you can, and if you can't, or you don't want to, um, just wait until your meal comes. What I found is if you're waiting for that food to come, um, and you have the alcohol in front of you, you're bored, you're maybe just reading, you know, getting lost on Facebook on your phone, just killing time till your meal comes, you tend to drink a little bit more. So one thing that I've been putting in place is, you know, I'll order just water. And then when my food comes, I'll put my drink order in. So that way, I'm eating at this or I'm drinking at the same time I'm eating the food. And for me, it kind of helps to not over you know, drink too much. Or, you know, if you're sitting there, you sit down and you order your drink and you're just now looking at the menu, you're more apt to make a bad choice being that you're drinking than, you know, if you were just drinking water. So one tip that I have is stay away from alcohol totally if you can. And if you don't want to, then wait till your meal comes. Another thing is try not to eat heavy uh, at the airport. So the airport, the airport food has gotten better. But the way I look at it is I want to save those points until I get to my destination because I want to experience the local food or what's around the area when I get there. And I don't want to fill up on, you know, crap at the airport. So what I'll normally do if I do order food at the airport is I will ask for just a grilled chicken breast if they have it um, and some steamed vegetables. That's kind of my go to. Uh, I know it sounds boring, but it makes it easier for me to not have a ton of points at the airport and save them for, you know, the local fare around um, my airport or the destination that I'm or my hotel or the destination that I'm going to spend time in. So for this trip, I was, um, 
yesterday, for example, I knew that I wanted to try the restaurant that was near the hotel. It was packed every night. It had really good reviews. Um, so throughout the day, I just made sure that, you know, I kept my points to a minimum. And then I had like 19 points to go try um, some of the food at the local restaurant. So make sure that you're not eating a ton of food at the airport if you can help it. And double down on your um, fruits and veggies, your you know zero point foods, all those things, and you'll be a lot more successful and you'll be able to enjoy you know that food when you get back to your hotel that at the end of the day. And I found too that if I have zero points at the end of the day and I get to, you know, I have you stress traveling is very stressful and you're more likely to stress eat at the end of the day when you get back to your hotel or back home than, you know, throughout that day. So making those healthier choices throughout the day will make it better. You can have that comfort food at the end of the day. Or if you do decide to have, you know, a beer, a glass of wine, a mixed drink, whatever that is, at least you have those points at the end of the day to do that. Otherwise, you know, you have, if you're carrying all those points throughout the day, when you get to the hotel, you're still probably going to want that drink. You're still probably going to want to have that beer, that glass of wine to wind down and you're going to go over your points for the day. And then you're also, chances are it's going to be a little bit later in the day when you get to your hotel and then you're, you know, putting all those calories in your body at the end of the day and you're more apt to see that gain. So Again, that's kind of a long-winded point, but try not to eat heavy at the airport. Save your points until you get to your destination or back home where you have the most control. So what does a typical day at the airport look like for me? You know, what, you know, those are all great tips, TJ, but what, what do you do? And for me, my travels tend to be more based on, um, lounge access, um, I have lounge access with Delta, and then I also have this thing called Priority Pass, which I'll get into in a minute. Uh, so typically, I'm tra- I'm flying out of Cleveland Airport. So at Cleveland Airport, I have two options. I can go to the Airspace Lounge because I have an American Express card that gets me in there for free, which gives you, I want to say, like a $7 gift card to spend on food and drink. Or I have Priority Pass, which gets me to the gives me a certain amount of money to spend at an airport restaurant. In this case, it's, um, I think it's Michael Simon is the chef that has the restaurant at the uh, airport, but you have a certain amount of dollars to spend on food. And then, you know, just from the regular restaurant. So priority pass is really, really cool. And I'll have a link to priority pass in the uh, show notes for this episode, but priority pass basically gives you lounge access or restaurant access when you might not have access to a lounge. So when I first started traveling, I was turned on to this from one of the memberships that I'm part of uh, for small businesses. And it's a really, really awesome program because basically you sign up for this card or a lot of credit cards actually come with priority pass um, already, lounge access. And what it does is gives you, if it's a lounge, it gives you access into the lounge, which tends to have, you know, all lounges are different, but it'll have, you know, food and beverage in the lounge, a nice quiet place for you to work. Um, or the other option is it'll give you a certain dollar amount at a restaurant to spend. And what's really cool is you can actually bring a guest in as well. So, for example, two weeks ago, I was traveling with a colleague from Cleveland. So we went to the um restaurant at Cleveland. And because I had him as a guest, I think we had like $52, like 20 some bucks each to spend on breakfast. So 
you know, it didn't cost us anything. And we had an actual, you know, a good cooked meal instead of, you know, just trying to grab crap from, you know, a Hudson News or, you know, a vendor, you know, in the terminal. We actually sat down, had a nice breakfast, and it kind of gave us that good start for the day. So, Priority Pass is really good if you don't have lounge access. It allows you to get cooked-to-order food in several um, several airports across the U.S. There's very few airports between the Delta Lounge access and the Priority Pass where I actually am stuck not having a place to go in an airport. Um, but that's, that's just me and the style of travel. I tend to uh, only travel or only fly with Delta and... The places that I go tend to be larger airports like Chicago O'Hare, Denver, Las Vegas, um, and I fly in and out of Cleveland. So, you know, it's really based on kind of the lounges. And the great thing about Delta lounges are they tend to always have just a plain egg dish. And then a lot of them actually have turkey sausage as well. And one tip is to, when you're, when you go into the lounges, Ask them for nutrition facts. I found that Delta is really good about this. They actually have a book right at the front counter that has a listing of all the nutrition facts for the food that they have on the the breakfast buffet, the lunch buffet, the dinner buffet, whatever it is. And they'll give that to you and you can go through and, you know, type in the calories and figure out how many points. So that's been really, really helpful and useful for me. Cool thing about Delta lounges is they tend to always have grilled chicken in the afternoon and evening. So you can grab, you know, some hard boiled eggs, some grilled chicken and vegetables, and sometimes they have salad too. So it's really worked out well for me when there, it really works out well for me when there's a Delta lounge because I found that I can depend on, you know, what their menu is going to allow me to have. Now be careful because they do have other things that are very tempting. They have chicken salad. They have, you know, they'll do like tacos. They'll do a rice dish. They'll do, you know, several different things that are off plan. But I would say 50 to 60% of the food on the buffet, and this is in, you know, Detroit, Cincinnati, down in, um, oh, what's the big Atlanta. Those all have, you know, I'd say, like I said, 60% on plan food that you can, you know, there's plenty to pick from is what I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is you have plenty of options if you are traveling with the Delta, traveling Delta and accessing Delta lounges. Uh, for Delta lounge access, I use the American Express, the platinum card. Um, when I first started traveling, that was my, you know, I did a ton of research on what was the best card to travel with. And I'm, I'm actually working on a blog post about the American Express platinum card because I've had a lot of people asking me about it that, um, I see like in my current industry and, you know, traveling and whatnot. So I'll do a full write up on that card in the future, but it was a card that was really worth it for me. There's a lot of value in that card. Um, so the the Delta lounge access was a huge perk that I use uh, several times a year. I mean, I've already been on 30 Delta flights this year. So that means I've used the lounge between 50 and 60 times because the cool thing is when I leave, I will stop by the lounge and grab, you know, if it's in the morning, I'll grab eggs and some fruit and, um, you know, a nice cup of coffee. And then when I land, I'll swing by there. And if I play it right, I'll have lunch too. Um, but if not, I'll, you know, let's say they're still serving breakfast because I, you know, went time zones hopping or whatever, you know, I'll still stop there and maybe grab just some eggs just to top me off for the day. Um, 
So I'm eating, you know, those low point foods and I'm not having to pay any price. I'm not paying uh, because I have I paid for the American Express Platinum card. So I don't have to pay anything out of pocket when I'm in those airports either, which is really, really useful. So a couple um, action items for you, uh, write a list of snacks and food down before your next trip. So that way you're prepared or you can check out that list that I mentioned at the beginning of the show. Uh, make sure you're doing your research for the airport before you leave. That is key to make sure that you're making those good choices and you're not just thrown into a place where you can make a bad choice. And then check out Priority Pass and see if that makes sense for you uh, when you travel. I'm going to have a full write-up on the Priority Pass in the future. Uh, but if you have any questions on it, please, please, please feel free to reach out to me. You can email me at tj at tjhouston.com on Instagram at fitfortheroad underscore ww, or just leave a comment in the below the show notes in this episode over at fitfortheroad.co. I hope you guys have a great week, and if you need absolutely anything from me, please feel free to reach out. Thank you. This has been episode 15 of Fit for the Road, recorded on April 21st, 2019, and published April 21st, 2019. For show notes, please visit fitfortheroad.co. Also, special thanks to Ryan of Painless Audio for the production of today's episode. Music